Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Welcome back. This is an Ask Kelly episode of The Kelly Road Show, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I have gotten several questions from you all recently about how to know when it's time to start a new business, when it's time to start a new line of business, how to know whether you have hit the law of diminishing return in your current primary business and if it makes sense to start something new. So I'm going to share with you today six key criteria that you should really think deeply about if you're considering adding a new line of business or opening up a new secondary or third company. And most of you know this, but I have five companies currently. I have opened companies and I have closed one of my companies. I have expanded my companies and I've acquired a company. So I'm able to share with you from several different perspectives, uh, the pros and cons and the things to really think about in this realm. So the first thing that I really want you to think about if you're considering starting something new is the cash confidence and the stability of your sales system in your primary business. A lot of people think, oh, I'm struggling with sales over here. Let me go start this other business over here because we need to generate more cash and this looks easier. I see this every day of the week and it's so funny. And I share this with my clients all the time. The best analogy I can give is like every person that sells high ticket wishes that they could get a low ticket passive income product going. Everyone that's low ticket wishes that they could do high ticket. Everyone that's mid ticket wishes they could do, you know, the opposite. The grass always seems greener on the other side. And at the end of the day, your best business strategy is really going to include diversity anyway. We all know if you've been in business for any amount of time, everything works to some degree. It's about what works best for you and what you are going to make work for you, right? So number one, do not start a new business because you're struggling in the original business. Because as much as you think that the space that you're in right now is saturated, everyone thinks that their current space is the most saturated. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And having five companies and having insight into so many different industries, so many different business types, everyone thinks that their situation is the hardest situation. And what I can tell you is every market is saturated at this point unless you are super, super niche in what you do because there's a zero barrier to entry in getting started online. On the flip side of it, we're in a market where so many people are cutting their teams, cutting their advertising, shutting down locations and pulling back that there's gonna be more opportunity in this market in 2023 than there was for some people in 2022, even though the market conditions really are more difficult. It's it's very, very interesting. And this is why having a great mindset and also understanding about market share and economic cycles and all of those things is so helpful as a business owner, okay? So first and foremost, if you are going to consider starting something new, doing it for the right reasons. And 
that means that you're not picking up a new industry or a new, you know, division of business because you're struggling in your current area and you think this will be easier. That is a losing strategy 10 out of 10 times. Okay. So number one is cash confidence. If you are thinking about starting something new, you need to first go all in on making sure that your current business is strong from a sales capacity. When I broke out my other businesses and started the new lines of business that I have today, my company was already explosive with sales using the live launch method. And so I had that certainty and that confidence. We knew exactly what to do and how to do it. And we did it over and over again for five years, which got the original business in a position that I felt comfortable starting new lines of business. So I wasn't starting it because we were struggling to generate sales. I was starting it because we were so confident and we had such a strong foundation that we were in kind of a a safe zone to begin to expand out. Number two, you need to have a leadership team. One of the worst things you can possibly do as a business owner is dilute your focus without having leaders in place. And I will tell you, there's been some times where I've taken on new things and then leaders have left or stepped down or not turned out to be the right people. And let me tell you, ain't nothing going to age you faster. Okay, so, um, you know, it's it's never going to be a perfect world and things don't always work out how you think that they're going to. But at least from an outside in perspective, you want to make sure that if you're going to start something new, that you have leaders in place that are going to be able to be strong drivers of the core business and carry things forward for you. Okay. Number three systems and predictability in the current business. You have great proof of concept, excellent testimonials, a clear avatar, systems in place for the five core areas of the business, sales, marketing, service delivery, finance, operations. You have the basic fundamentals of the business running well at whatever level you're at. You know, some businesses only want to build the original business to 250K and then they want to go start something else. But that 250K business is a 50% profit margin and runs like a machine and only requires a few hours a week from them. Perfect, right? But if you're running a bigger company, a million or a multi-million dollar company, you don't want to go starting something else unless you have those systems in place at that level that you're at, okay? So predictability, strong systems, SOPs, right? It's like you want to be able to answer the question, who, next to each of the five core functions of the business and not have it be you. And if there's no one else but you that sells or markets or serves or does the operations or does the finance, then you're not in a position to go start a second business. You need to have someone besides you that can do each of those things. Doesn't mean you don't still play a major role. Doesn't mean that you don't still participate. Doesn't mean you don't still have oversight, but it's not all on you. And that goes hand in hand with number four, which is that they can afford to have a little bit less of you and they're still going to be able to thrive, right? Pretty basic. You need to really look at the opportunity cost of everything that you do. If the original business has less of you, 
chances are they're going to do a little bit less. And you need to be pretty darn certain that 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 amount of less of you that the original business is going to have is worth what you're going to lose and then some in what you're going to gain. And I think one of the things that it's important to be very careful of is that when you're starting something new, it's usually because an opportunity comes flying at you from the outside. It looks like this incredible opportunity. It looks super easy. Um, It looks like easy money, right? And then you get into it and things are never as simple as they seem. Things are never as easy as they seem. And then you have to carry the weight of both of these things And then if both are not where you expected them to be or aren't going how you expected them to go, now you have two things, neither of which you can give your full attention to, okay? So number four is that they can afford less of you and still thrive. Are you sick of all the hyped up, played out trends, fads, and nonsense that you see in online marketing today? Are you ready to learn how to build a brand that's in demand, built on authentic, high integrity, and valuable marketing on your terms? Look no further. I wrote the book, Conviction Marketing Method, to give you a flexible, powerful framework to achieve maximum ROI on your marketing with minimum distraction, overwhelm, expense, or wasted energy. Grab my best-selling book, Conviction Marketing, at kellyroachinternational.com forward slash books. Your marketing is ready to take your business and brand to the next level. Go to kellyroachinternational.com forward slash books. Number five, if this is your first time branching into a secondary business or a secondary line of business, I would really caution you to look for a natural overlap, meaning your audience is a natural overlap, the product or service is a natural overlap. It's an easy leap uh, that you know and understand the industry that you're getting into and the business that you're doing. A lot of people buy into businesses or, or purchase businesses or start businesses in industries and spaces that they know nothing about. And it takes something that could have been really simple that you could stand up practically overnight. And instead it turns into a complete debacle because you don't actually know what you're getting yourself into. So look for something that is gonna have a natural overlap where you can market to your same audience, where you can leverage your credibility, your authority, and your reciprocity, where you can put an alternative in front of the same group of people and you're going to scoop up more market share because they're going to say, oh yeah, you know, I may not be in the market for this right now, but I really like you and I want to buy from you. So I'll invest in this other thing that you're offering. Okay. And then six, and this is probably the most important thing. A lot of people start second businesses for all the wrong reasons. Going back to number one, a lot of people start new businesses because they feel like the industry that they're in is too crowded and that there's so much saturation and there's so much competition. And what they don't realize is the new industry that they're getting into is gonna have just as much, if not more, competition and saturation and all of those things. But that is besides the point. 
I think one of the big misses that most don't get is that you want to go into projects and businesses and really, really think about the long-term implications. Really make sure it's a space that you want to be in long-term. Make sure it's an industry that you want to be in long-term. Make sure it's something that you want to do for 10 or 15 years. I know everyone, you know, we all have this hyper-optimism, which is what makes us so successful. We have this hyper-optimism, which helps us to not get caught up in the details too much and and allows us to move forward uh, in a, you know, productive way. But the, the dark side, the bad side of that is we overly simplify what it's going to take to make this new venture successful. We oversimplify what it's going to look like to service these clients and to build this secondary business and to manage all of the things, let alone the fact that when you get into new businesses, you have to do new state filings. You have to set up new legal entities. You now need insurance for those entities. You now need bank accounts. And the list goes on and on and on. So it's expense, it's complexity, it's time, it's manpower, it's money. And all of this to say, I wouldn't have done things differently. I I love every company that I run. I love with my my whole heart and I plan to keep them long-term and I'm very, very excited to be building what I'm building and how I'm building it. But all of that said, I think it's really, really important to caution you all against the landmines that I see out there that I think could really stand in people's way. I mean, I think, and I don't remember exactly. So Give Her Courage, I started in 2017. So I want to say maybe we were in the mid seven figures at that point. I don't remember exactly where we were. But my other companies that I manage that are kind of in the business space, I don't think I got into those until we were either at eight figures or at an eight figure run rate. So, you know, I really want to to share that with you all because I think you see people that are running all of these businesses and you don't realize that there's a lot of risk that goes with that because if and when your original company is in a dip and really needs your time and focus and attention, if you're in a tangled web and you can't give it to them because of the demands of these other things that you've gotten involved in or that you started, uh, it can be a major, major issue. And so just be thoughtful and be careful. Now that said, starting new lines of business can be an amazing growth opportunity. Like our agency has been absolutely phenomenal. If you aren't familiar with the Conviction Marketing Agency, go go follow them online. First of all, the work that they do is freaking brilliant. And we have an amazing team. We have a great leader. Lynn Caldwell is the leader of the agency and excellent, phenomenal team. We have, you know, such great teams. Ignacio, who um, runs one of the other projects that I'm going to introduce on the show in the next couple of weeks here, but we have great people and we have great projects and it's really exciting to think, see these things unfold, but it takes a massive capacity, a massive capacity from you in order to do this. I love each of our companies and thank goodness for me. I started all of these businesses with a very long range view. I got into them already committing to the long term. I got into them with a very long term vision. And here's why that is so, so, so important. And I'm going to 
on one of the upcoming episodes, I'm going to introduce to you one of these new projects that I haven't even brought to market yet. But here's what I'll share with you. For me, the huge advantage that I had with each of these businesses is patience. I knew that I still was going to be doing a lot of content and a lot of teaching and coaching in the coaching company for the foreseeable future. So when I got into these other businesses, I was very careful about what my role was in them and what that dynamic looked like. And I had a really long range view. And so I was okay with a slower, very kind of controlled growth path because I was planning for the long term and I knew I was in it for the long term. A lot of times what happens is people are starting something new and they almost like need it to be successful right away. They need it to be successful right away. And a lot of times they need it to be successful right away because they're doing it for the wrong reasons. If you are in it truly for the long term and you're okay with a slow build, you're okay with all those other six criteria that I gave you, then absolutely do it because the enhancement that comes is going to be huge if you do it the right way, right? It strengthens your brand. It gives people multiple ways to work with you. It extends your programming. Like there's a lot of benefits, but there's also a huge downside in the complexity, in the manpower, in all the layers that you have to manage. And so for you, you really have to weigh out lifestyle and you have to weigh out stress levels and you have to be thoughtful about what is most important to you in your life over the next 10 years. And really see if that fits. Because sometimes even opportunities to make more money aren't worth it. It has to be worth it to you. And that's not an answer that I can give you. It's not an answer that anyone can give you. I'm just giving you food for thought. I'm giving you the questions that you need to ask yourself that will naturally lead to you knowing whether or not this is something that you should do. So I hope that this is really helpful for you. I hope that it helps you to put these opportunities in perspective and to really have a lens through which you can evaluate new opportunities so that when the right one presents itself, you can jump on it right away and have the right strategy and plan. And when the wrong one presents itself so that you can have the certainty and confidence to pass on it until the right one comes along. So I hope today's episode was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening into the show. It is my honor to serve you each and every week. Make sure you head on over to social and tag me or message me. I would love to hear from our listeners. And I appreciate every single one of you that honors me with your time. Have a great rest of the week. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.